scratch the intro. R.I.P. Kobe. R.I.P. G.G. R.I.P. Everybody was on the helicopter about a year ago today. This episode going out to y'all. Got the big three here to help with me. What's good, y'all? Be a man in the building. Special episode going into the weekend, man. Got the big three for y'all again. Let's put another fast and stats for y'all. Talk to him, coach. Hey, man. My man, Rob Seven, dive in, man. All right. Yes, sir. Made for the day. We celebrating the birthday of a legendary rapper. We're going to shout out to the decisions that was made by Nia Dennis and Najee Harris. We're going to recap a couple NBA games. Plus, we got the round of the night again for y'all to end off the show. Black History Convo to start off the show, and it's going out to my man, J. Cole. Happy birthday, J. Cole. Born on this day, January 28th, 1985, in Germany, to a military family. But he grew up in North Carolina, he played a little ball, played a few instruments, but we all know him from rapping, hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? So, Coach D, get us started on the Black History Convo for J. Cole. <laughs> I forgot that he played ball, man. I forgot about them clips. A little bit, a little bit, a little something. Uh, Berkeley, he got that shot, boy. He got that wet. That's how he got them Puma shoes. Yeah. He got that sponsor. But that's ain't what I want to start it with. See, he go, you go so many <laughs> for J. Cole, man. You go so many. But the one I want to go with is in January 2015. J. Cole decided to house single mothers rent-free in his childhood home in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Now, my cousin's staying down there right now, so, man, shout-out to that. Like, that's what you really want to see, you know, giving back into the community, you know, so I love that already. And we already know what he did in the uh, studio. You know, first album, I mean, first studio album, Cold World, crazy. And then ever since... Dang, he just been, like, for this short period of time that he's been in the market, some would say that he's one of them top rappers. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Now, that's crazy, because he, he started, like, around 2009. He got signed by J- uh, Jay-Z in 2009. So, we gave, that's about 11 years. You know, I'd say about 10 years. 10 years, this dude became a legitimate I won't say top five, but he might be yeah. in the top ten. That's a you know, all time. Yeah. You know, okay, we talking so, all time. Okay, all time. So yeah, you okay. give him love all time. Time. Yeah, so that's a big love right there for you to even and stop. You even, you know, you ain't even put out no music for a minute. I mean, what he did with Dreamville, his record label. Uh, he also got a foundation under Dreamville, also. Uh, so. That's another way of spreading money out to the uh, community. Hell yeah. I remember when I first got here to J. Cole, I used to do this little special ride out to be more, you know what I'm saying, to visit a special friend. Mm-hmm. It was a good ride, you know, the drive took about an hour and a half, you know, so I had like a little yeah. chair rolled up. And this was a while back, you know, this was before they had Spotify, Apple Music, all that. So I used to make mix CDs. And oh, shit. oh, we yeah, okay, okay. for the whip, okay. for the whip, you know, for the CD player. So um, one day I was like, man, I'm just gonna put a whole bunch of random artists I ain't hear about on the joint, you know what I'm saying? So I downloaded, uh, well, I burnt, what's the name, uh, J. Cole, 
Sideline Story album. That was his first album, his first studio album that came out in 2011. I'm driving on the way there. Let me tell you. <laughs> I ain't skipped one song, bro. I played the joint back to back to back. Sideline Story, the track on that joint was my favorite joint, bro. I would listen to that song like almost the whole ride back, to be honest, man. Because I was Speaking like. Of Apple Music, I'm mad they ain't got that on Apple Music. Well, they, okay. ain't the, they ain't got the whole album. They do. Oh, oh no, no, not on Spotify. They do. Yeah, Spotify. Yeah. Get that together. Out of yeah, man. But shoot, when I when I heard that, I was like, damn, who is J Cole, man? Who is this dude? Yeah. And ever since then, man, I've been a fan because it's like his music different. You know, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to put it into words. You know, it's cold, but it's soft at the same time. Yeah. With the John Vicious. You know, he, he just laid that joint perfect, you know what I'm saying? So, man, in my opinion, he's been putting out good music ever since. My favorite album was the 2014 uh, Forest Hills Drive album. That's your favorite? Man, banger, track after track after track. I don't care what nobody say. That, you got, that, the, that you was, got to really sit down and, like, slow your shit down to really, like, vibe and listen to that joint. Man, the lyrics, Eric, I don't care what nobody say. I think that's J. Cole's best album ever put out. You know, that album, man, went platinum in four months. It won album of the year for BAT Awards. It got nominated for a Grammy for the best rap album. You know, so that album did it all. But this is the thing that got me about J. Cole. Three of his albums went platinum. And all three of them albums, he had no features in them. All by myself. That's all cool. Solo. That's cool for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, man, that just goes to tell you about J. Cole and the type of work he put in, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I gotta start my journal off. John like Valve started his off. Get a little more specific, cause I think this, I think this was on sideline story. Too. Correct me if I'm wrong. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, the first time I heard him officially was on uh, in the morning. With Drake, y'all, a silent story yeah, to y'all. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would be on the the new hip hop websites, and I would be like, okay, let me look at, like, okay, Drake got a song with Jake. Oh, okay, yeah. I click on this jump, and when I heard it, I'm like, nah, cause, cause Drake, he he could hop on waves. He always on the newest music, but you could tell when Drake doing a song with somebody that's gonna be around. Fact. Like he not carrying somebody on the song, and I was like, nah, yeah, J Cole legit. You shouted out Dreamville, that's a big deal to me to have your own label, have your people, one of you got Bash, Jid, all of them, you know what I'm saying? Um, I fuck with him because he never scared to put out something like with his own opinion behind it, his own message. Like we talked about Snow on the Bluff in another episode, and we was going back and forth about, okay, well, was it the right time? But he just the perfect person to go into them conversations that not a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, ready to have at that point in time. Like that song, um, what was the other song that he had? False Prophets about Kanye and Wale and two different like messages to both of them. That was a dope song to me too. Um, he always been my favorite rapper. Like, cause just like how you explain, he got a good mix of everything. Like he got a little, like he'll give you the message, but then he gonna say it in a way that you gonna wanna listen to. And then he gonna, he gonna throw one bar in there. He might throw one, he might throw two bars in there, A4, just, just to make sure you still awake, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you still vibing to the jump. So 
That's why I always rock with J. Cole. And you ain't got to be no type of person to just, to listen to J. Cole. You listen to J. Cole, you can listen to 21 Savage, whoever you want to listen to, bruh. That shit is all mixed up. It's all good music. I was going to say my favorite moment from J. Cole was the 2019 All-Star Game when Dennis Smith was using him for his dunk and then he got the rebound and he tried to go for a dunk too. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's the type of shit, man, that I would do too, just take advantage of the moment. You know, that's how, that's how I chill with J. Cole. Yeah, I was also going to say, y'all remember when I think it was Lil Pump? Oh yeah. He had a little uh situation with Lil Pump. He was like, Hey young, come come chill with me. Come talk to me real quick. Let me let me give you some knowledge. Let me give you some wisdom real quick. And then I mean I saw that interview and that was that was big right there, man. To speak to a younger brother like that. That's big that's big stuff right there, man. So yeah, he was there's a multiple multiple people in one person, you know. Yeah. He can play basketball. He can be in the NBA for real. The way his shot is, telling you, he probably can't do a dunk, but he can make that shot. He almost made it. He almost made that dunk. It was close. Yeah, he a rapper, producer, produced for Kendrick Lamar, uh, Janet Jackson. Stop playing. Come on, man. This dude do it all, man. Cause I wouldn't be surprised if he in real estate right now. (laughs) Hell yeah. So, we got to get to the music, y'all. Because anybody waiting for the favorites. Like you said, he had three albums that went platinum solo. Yeah. So, we got to start off. Top three solo songs from J. Cole. Start it off, man. Man, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I couldn't do a top three. I did a favorite three, man. A favorite? I, I, could, I couldn't rank one over, over the other, man. So, my three favorite songs was, you know, I mentioned Sideline Story earlier, you know, from this one, this, from the first album. That was my joint. Today is January 28th. Ooh. And January 28th is also my favorite song too. That's joint from the 2014 Forest Hill Drive. If you ain't hip, get hip to it. Perfect day to check it out. And then, my, and then one of my other favorite song was Love Yours. You know, because the joint just started off with a humble message, man. It was like, no such thing as a life that's better than yours, man. It's just like, count your blessings, bro. So, three favorite tracks right there. Next time, let somebody else get a time. But that was beautiful. Oh, my bad. I, 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 that was beautiful. I thought y'all was going to rank y'all because I did my favorite three. So, I thought I just went ahead. Yeah, kind of trying to throw a point up. Oh, 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 my bad, my bad. You know the new rule. You brand new, you brand new, that's okay. Y'all can just cut me off, man. Next time, I got you. My my joint ain't like V. I'm going to keep it true with y'all, but I ain't, you know, they got stories, you know, about the first time you listen to J. Cole. I ain't big on J. Cole back then. But now, I get his message. And apparently, it's my first choice. It's off his new, uh, not his new album. She's Mine's Part 2, I mean Part 1, mm-hmm. just came out on his new joint, I believe. Uh, <laughs> but 
that joint cranked, and everybody know the middle child. I think that was four seven crowd too. Everybody know middle child. Middle child, yeah, not middle child. That's middle child, yeah, I fuck with that joint. That's when I really just like was fucking with J Cole. A lot of people assumed that I fuck with J Cole just because I got the dreads and shit. <laughs> they were like, "Damn, your dreads look like J Cole and shit." I'm like, "Damn, that's fucked up, man." <laughs> I'm just getting hip to J. Cole for real. That's fair. That's fair. So, that's my neck. So, I go way back for number three is Lost Ones. That's one that he put out like around the time he first came out. Some everybody like 13 to 21 need to hit. I'm going to put it like that. But everybody could vibe to it. But 13 to 20, you really need to be listening to that song. So, everybody get hip to that one. Uh, Miss America. Where he giving out both sides. He giving out both sides. Like he had one bar about, of course, how the government is and how the world is. Then he had another bar. He was like, he played the corner like Revis. He should have had better defense. So that, you know, he's speaking of both sides. Like everybody need to get his shit together. And then neighbors. All the neighbors think I'm selling dope. Motherfucker, I am. That's my shit. Because that shit got a real story behind it. And anything that he was actually... Living in the white people neighborhood, and they was like, "Yo, now why is you in our neighborhood?" They real lie called the feds on them, broke the door. I go on all day with y'all, but for number one, everybody go listen to neighbors. And then we got three most songs. These are the songs that he decided to hop on other people tracks. Now I'll start off the top three features. All right, so for my number three. It's this joint from somebody else that he got signed to his label with Dreamville. His name is Boss. He has this joint called Lit. His verse on Jake on, on that joint, man, just took over the whole track. It was like two or three minutes long. He ain't heard it. Check it out. Lit. Okay, so because he do so many songs by himself, I thought it was just any feature song. It could be any feature or it got to be... Yeah, or somebody any, else. Nah, yeah, you could do it. Any any song with that he got with somebody else. Okay, so on my we going from three to one, right? Yeah. All right, so for my joint, it's come through and chill with Miguel. Ooh, I thought about that one. That's like that joint hard, man. I can't. Ooh. I can't hold it, man. I sit back, you know, do my thingy. Right, yeah, that joint, yeah. Well, you, you be talking about the jokes for the ladies. You go play with your, <laughs> yeah, with your, with yeah. your girl. You gotta, you gotta let the young man know out here, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, Miguel, featuring right. uh, J Cole. Yeah, I'm gonna throw another one out there on that wave. Shea okay. Butter, baby. Ooh, but with Larry Lennox, yeah. That joke go, bruh. And I feel like Cole always makes good with the singers, you know what I'm saying, on that slow jam type of vibe and the shape but that should just remind me of the, the females that just smell good. The, the the women that smell good, good, you know, you everybody got you you everybody that had that moment where you like no matter who the mother is, so that's that's what that song always reminds me of. Alright, so for my number two, it's from the Dreamville album, um, Under the Sun. I fucked with that joint because he had North Carolina rappers. It was him, it was the baby, and another local rapper named Luke. You know, man, that joint was a banger. So I fucked with that heavy, so Under the Sun is my choice. Alright, so 
for my number two, this one kind of personal for me, man. You know, if you if you ain't guessed it already, crooked smile, man. You know, I got <laughs> fucked up too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got fucked up too. I know. Yourself, bro. <laughs> but you know, like you say in the I song. I was like, I know this ain't about to say what I think song, he about to say. You know, you gotta accept that <laughs> shit, man. Accept it. Accept your ugliness, man. <laughs> And you're you prosper, man. Tell That's him, why man. I can't really talk real you know, kind of fucked up teeth in my way. But you, drop, uh, you dropping jewels all over day, the place. Man. <laughs> I see you, bro. One day I'm gonna get them done. Uh, but it was. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, you got me about to walk man. off on that. So I know when they ever get them done. Oh, you already know. But it was uh, future by TLC though. Oh. So that's. You know, legendary right there, crooked smile. Yeah, that shit made me cry in my hoodie. Made me cry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, by my lonesome. No. <laughs> Number two, looking for trouble for me. I rock with that one. That was off good music back when Kanye was making good music. You know what I'm saying? But it was on uh, Friday Night Lights too. That album, man. J. Cole went crazy. So everybody go back and listen to that one. Number one, Val. Alright, my number one, Rob mentioned it earlier, in the morning, the joint with Drake, from the first album, Sideline Story. Man, I listened to that joint today, I had the joint with me for a little bit, I ain't gonna hold it, that joint was nice. My number one, in the morning, <laughs> with Drake, that shit hard, dog. <laughs> Let him know. That nigga, that's a morning song. Like real life, listen to that shit in the morning, nigga. That shit get your day going, like, nigga. I'm a smooth nigga. Let me, let me knock this shit out. But that shit off the late night too. I'm talking to yeah. much too, though. You feel me? Yeah. In the morning, you know. Anytime. It's a two. It's a two yeah, a.m. three a.m. You know. Don't get me wrong. Any time of the day, but yeah, I'm just in the morning, <laughs> that morning. In the morning, you know. What I'm talking about. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Hey, that should be different. Hey, for number one for me, it's another Drake jump. The Jodeci Freestyle. That's my shit. That's an underrated. That's a, that's a classic joke, though. I took that off my list. I yeah, fucked with that. Yeah, that's heavy. my shit. Cause Yo. Drake came in and he killed it. Ooh. They don't really got a hook. They like, Jodeci back, Jodeci back, woo woo. But then Cole come in, I paint pictures and flip. He bite. The name Please. of the song is called Jodeci Freestyle? Yeah, yeah. Jodeci Freestyle. That joke. Okay. That joke. None of y'all just downloaded that. That's a good one. But, hey, Cole always been putting on for us, representing, and we can say the same thing for Nia Dennis at a meet or a competition, gymnastics competition, where we at was today, Tuesday, Thursday. So, earlier this week, over the weekend, she had a competition where she did a routine, you know what I'm saying, to all of our music, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Tupac, a bunch of different artists. And did her own routine with her own dances. So, Coach D, what you think about this, man? Oh, her routine was amazing and uplifting for this black community, man. Now, I know a lot of dark-skinned girls already did, you know, a couple of routines like this. But, you know, this when social media, you know, becomes a big thing. You know, everything becomes a viral moment now. You know, so with Nia, 
Dennis did. Hey, I love everything. She came out, son. She came out rocking. And then, oh my gosh, she had the little two step joint. <laughs> now, Soldier Boy, she could took Soldier Boy out. That's a bad look for her. I ain't gonna hold you, nigga. I gotta get the music joint, but you know, it's a deep story behind that song and all that bullshit. We don't want, we don't want them type of props. But the, everything was amazing, though. The flips, I can't do all that. But, get down to my point for all like i'm excited if i'm excited as a young dark skinned man i know a 12 9 year old or 8 year old which at the time she started she was she was doing things young like around 12 she was in qualified for uh championships and all that so um yeah so Young girls like that in the hood right now would be like, oh, I can relate to that type of music. I can, I can knock down them type of dances. Now all I got to do is be a little bit more flexible. I could be a gymnastic, you know what I'm saying? So it's that motivation also. So, yeah. Yeah, you made a good point. I don't want to cut you off before you go, but some people do be looking at it like, oh, well, they dancing to this type of music. They should be living. I like corny to some people. Right. If it just to certain people, you know what I'm well, saying? So. When the last time you saw a gymnastic joint out of the night joint? Yeah. So it get, for us, it get us the excited. Time, yeah, the only time, time I really play. go back and watch is um, Gabby Douglas, Simone Biles, you know yeah. what I'm saying? When we be going back and tearing that shit out, I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to go back and watch it like that. I feel like she could be one like that too. Yeah, nah, the reason why I fucked with it a lot because of the choice of songs that she had, like you mentioned. She had Boys in the Hood strong on there. She had California Love. She had Missy Elliott, Pastor Dutch, man. She was cranking to that joint, <laughs> bruh. Man, what? That joint had me go ham. I was like, what? She had, she had songs that impacted our culture. She said in an interview that when they play the music, they can't play music that has words. So she said, I want to send a message through the music, you know? So that's exactly what she did. And so, and this is only supposed to be a routine. But by the time she was done, they came out looking like a performance. Everybody stood up, was clapping, gave her a round of applause and everything. And that's that's revolutionizing the game. So expect other people to follow that shit and start following that wave. So And I don't mean to cut you uh, off before yeah. you get into yours, but if you saw the people on the side, her teammates and all them, she they doing it with her like I get it, girl. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm loving, like yeah. get that joint exciting. Um Man, I forgot the other thing I was going to mention, but... Uh, you got time, you got time. I'm about, to, I'm about to go in, because this show was fire. I fuck with it. Like, the power in it for me is that... So, when you got other sports, right? You got football. You could do a fancy juke. You could high-step into the end zone, six points, cool. You could go behind your back in basketball, shoot a three, boom. That's all our style, right? That's all our flavor. That's all how we do it. But in that sense, it's like, oh, it's six points, it's three points. She's doing this in a judge competition. You feel me? And that that's the power that comes for me. Because, like, you're just putting us on front display for the judges to judge in something that you love. So, it's like, you, you, you giving us a gift on the low, you know what I'm saying? But I want to get to a point real quick. Because I was reading an article about why... This, like, because she's done it before last year, two other people have done it, and they've asked why this hasn't been done in the Olympics. 
And I feel as though it should be done in the next Olympics. It's coming. I feel like she, whatever little tidbits, you know, little bullshit that they want cleaned up and you add whatever, you know what I'm saying? Get the gold medal with that motherfucker. That's what I'm thinking about. You know what I'm saying? I remember. <laughs> Son, at the beginning, did y'all peep the ROTC joint? She had the ROTC. I was in oh, RCC too, oh, freshman so year, but I was only in there because yeah, it was an the easy dance. class. I was like, oh, oh she hit the RTC class. Nah, yeah, I, I hated wearing them little shoes, them little tackles, oh, yeah, and them little black jumps. That whole shit, man. What's a week you got to wear that bitch? I was like, fuck. Hell, you had to go out to the little trailers outside to go to the class. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I ain't never wear a hat. I said, fuck that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, wearing that nah, shit. Nah. You yeah. was in that show freshman year too? Yeah, though? I was. Yeah. Yeah. Did they make us do that shit? Uh, I, oh, it was I like that or like an instrument or something. All I know was when I got my schedule, that one was on there freshman year RTC. I was like, yeah, that was mandatory. Okay, yeah, I did my one and I was out. But um, hey, her routine. Nia Dennis might change the wave of gymnastics. Now we got a new wave change that might happen in the wave of marketing. Now we got Beast Mode Marketing Agency that just signed Najee Harris, the star running back from Alabama that's going into the NFL this season. Val, what you think about this, man? Hey, I think this is a good move. My number one reason is because they grew up in the same area. Najee Harris grew up 30 minutes away from where um, Marshawn Lynch is from. So they're both from the Bay Area. I think so that the, the mindset's going to be like, you know, another thing is when you look how Najee Harris runs, he runs, he reminds me almost a little bit like Beast Mode, you know. So they got a little bit of running uh, similarities in that. But as him being a rookie going into the NFL, you know, Marshawn Lynch is going to be as good, it's going to be a good, like a, a big brother to him, you know, showing the way. Because he's going to be handling some of the business side of him as well. So um, I think this is probably the uh, Beast Mode's first big signing onto the agency. So better look look out somebody who's going to follow up after that lead too. That's, so. a, that's a big sign. Too. Yeah. Like that's bad. That shit can launch him. Yeah, I mean, congratulations. You know, it's a big sign. But uh, also... He also have another agency up under Beast Mode that he signed with, uh, just to make sure his contract is correct. Uh, his agent gonna be Doug Hendrickson. He's under Wes Wiserman Top Agency, um, who's been around since 1991. But he's been, you know, dealing with like uh, Divas and Cameron Jordan, who got a big contract just now. Divas at Ann Ar Armstead, who just got a big contract. So that's what I'm looking at, you know. He gonna also, you know, get that knowledge from Beast Mode, but he's gonna get that bank from Wiseman, you know. So it was a good deal on his part to, you know, finagle the system some type of way. I don't know how you get two agencies, but you did, so. Somebody oh yeah, nah, still? nah, cause he under, um, uh, Beast Mode Jones just like for marketing type shit. Okay. But like the agents that you talking, he signed with them agents. Those was the, the same agents that was with Marshawn. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, so, he yeah. split it up. So yeah, he got multiple people okay. handling that. And Manel. Crazy. 
Changing the world with a bag of Skittles. <laughs> Always with a bag of Skittles, you know what I'm saying? You got to throw that up in there. But Najee Harris, big shout out to him. He probably best running back in the draft. Definitely going to be a first-round pick, so it's a big addition to the team. Um, with Beast Mode Marketing, he doing um, website development. He do social media management, uh, branding, graphic design. So this, this stretch all not to just sports plays, but for businesses and everything alike, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, Marshawn, he one of them people, man, where it's like some people don't like him, some people don't. It's good to have people that's, you know, misunderstood in the in the, in the the public light that not everybody rock with. I'm trying to find a nice way to say Marshawn, keep it real with the motherfucker, and people can't deal with it. <laughs> you need people like that leading these young people because they're going to be able to tell them both sides of it. They're going to be able to tell them where they went wrong, where they went right, and anything in between. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to both of them. Uh, we got a few topics for the day, but the last topic of the day is going to be layup lines. That is going to start off our basketball convo like it always do. And we're going to start it off with the fact that the Rockets beat the Wizards. 107.88 earlier this week. Coach D, start that off. Hey, man. Fourth quarter. The Wizards had 18 points. The Rockets had 32. And they, they took off on us, man. And Bradley Bill can't do it by himself. He looks so goddamn upset, man. It was it, 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 about to make me get a tear in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like he over this, like he don't know what to do. But you ain't had your two. I ain't gonna say uh, Hirachi Maru. <laughs> <laughs> you should have dumped that one. Rui, 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 and the young rookie. The the other one I just picked. Yeah, I yeah, forgot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm know. not even gonna try that one. You got yeah. that one. Who, uh, the, Avdia, Denny Avdia. My man, yeah. 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 Denny Avdia. <laughs> <laughs> just, just be like Denny, bro. <laughs> Denny and Rui. Denny and Rui. Oh, man. Them two studs was out. So, you know, look on the bright side. You know, you ain't had your whole team. I know it's a hard time right now. We do need help. We need help. I don't know how we're going to get it. Uh, if we don't, I expect Bradley Bill to hit a uh, hit a Tom Brady and get the fuck up out of there, dog. Mm. Or oh, Deshaun Watson in that match. Deshaun Watson. He, you saying request a trade? Hey, man. He don't want to lose? I don't know how long his contract left. He, did, really? he just he got a contract. Yeah, he just signed, signed this summer. Shit. Yeah, this summer. Yeah. That's why everybody looking at him crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he got to stick around I mean, for what? It's like yeah. nine months or something like that. Yeah, okay. I okay. think after a contract. But yeah, he going. There's no improvement or no changes. All season. I got to a whole other topic real quick. But, uh, <laughs> nah, you good. Matter of fact, you gonna let, let Val answer that. Uh, what? what you think? What you think about that? What? Bill. Bradley Bill. Yeah. Man, free Bill into his backwards, man. 
because he been doing it all for us. Last night, he put up 47 points against a game against the Pelicans, and I didn't even want to watch the game because it wasn't, it wasn't a loss, you know. And that's the type of shit that, you know, we've been going through as a Wizards fan. But, I mean, it's not, it's not just all on Bill. I mean, and, and um, the situation, I feel like we lost a lot of players, too. You know, we lost Thomas Bryant for the year. You know, so that was so that was a huge loss because he was up and coming. He was close to averaging twenty points and ten rebounds for us. Um, mind you, we ain't played a game in two weeks, so coming back from that, you know, we might be a little bit rusty trying to get back in shape. Uh, we ain't had no Bertans this game. You said no Rui. We ain't had no Denny. Ed Smith was out. You know, what I'm saying no Troy Brown. So team was looking weird. Yeah, we we were starting whoever. You know and. We didn't play too well. You know, we shot 5 for 26 from three-point range. That's 19%. We turned the ball over 20 times. I mean, I hate to say, but it feel like, you know, the Rockets got the better end of this deal between the old John Wall and Russell Westbrook. Because when I saw... Now we talking. Now we talking. Because when, when I saw John Wall in the second quarter hit this behind-the-back layup... You know how when somebody say you eat somebody dirt, man? That's, that's, what, that's what I know I have to feel like. That shit brought back memories, man. Seeing him do that to other teams, now that's just getting done to us as a Wizard fan. Man, that shit hurt my heart, bro. But yeah, man, I mean, the Rockets got some good pickups, man. Victor Oladipo, you know what I'm saying? He put in work. And they're on a three game winning streak right now. John Wall's come back from the injury, and so is Boogie. So the whole team's starting to vibe. So they can be pretty dangerous in the West. Yeah, DeMarcus Cousin giving you good minutes right now. 19 and 11, I believe. 19 points and 11 rebounds, 33 minutes. Eric Gordon, always a clutch player in my eyes. He always makes some clutch baskets behind that three-point line. I don't know how he do it, but his shot all the way down yeah, there. Yeah, he gets it down. Like, almost like a Sean Murray and John. Almost. It's like a strong Sean Murray. Cash <laughs> <laughs> and Jones, too. Hell yeah. But, uh, yeah, Rockets got it done, man. John Wall, I got to say, just like Val said, man, it looked like we took the shorter end of the stick on this one. Pause. So, uh, yeah. That's y'all. Y'all wrapping it up just like that? Because you, I remember what was before the season started, you was like, get it on my head. I Westbrook. Get it on my head. Yeah. It was before y'all even got Westbrook. It didn't have to be Westbrook. I mean, I won't even see no much improvement for real. We might be a 500 team if we had John Ward this time. That might be a little better, but, uh, yeah. But did, was there any picks in the draft? I mean, for that trade? Did we get any draft picks? Rockets, or did we give anything Rockets away? Probably the Rockets yeah. probably got we gave some away? I think so. Yeah, I think we took yeah, I think we took the Because it was a three team trade. I think it was another team that was in the trade too, so So I don't know right now, man. Watch Westbrook or find some tuck or guru or I don't know. Like, this is this is my thing. So Russ, he just coming off the injury. Couple games back in off the quad injury. You know what I'm saying? But this is why I can't give him a pass, and this is why I can't really give the Wizards a pass in this game because I see the same problems which I've been having for the whole season, no matter who's on the floor. Like even when all them people that you named is on the floor, I, it's a 3-10, and 3-11 basketball team. So I'm looking at why is that the case? Why is it that 
it's a close game in the middle of the fourth quarter. It's like a five-point game with six minutes left, and then they lose by 19 points. And everybody's saying, okay, Bradley Bill, he, he probably ain't. We had 46. He was averaging 34, so who knows? He might be averaging 36 points. But I'm sorry. I looked up his fourth quarter stats, bruh. Five and a half points. 23 of 69 from the field on 33% shooting. That's not good enough, Brad. I got a question for you on that one. Could it be because of fatigue? Definitely. Could it, could it be because the, the first three quarters are going off and then come fourth quarter and they're gas because he's only put up 30, 40 points coming in? But um, I, I did. Know, I got now. You can't even say that. Let me not let me okay, respond because yeah, yeah. that's not an excuse. Yeah. If you that nigga in the NBA, that that's how you be eleven and three instead of three and eleven. You find a way to save just enough for the fourth. Right. You gotta be consistent. Right. It's the full quarter game. So it's like, are you a number one star or are you just a a, a complimentary piece? Like, do you need to go somewhere? Else? You feel me to just be good? Yeah. But I mean. I did I did a little more of a research, right? Because okay. I was like, are we are we bad with with Bill or with Russ? I mean, what, what what's the issue? So I looked at the points differential, right? There's a huge six point differential from when Bill is in the game and when Russ is in the game. Russ points differential this this season is his worst of his career. It's the first time he's been a negative, and it's a negative five. Well, negative six, actually. You know, so I don't know if Russ is having a bad year. Somebody was saying he has, maybe because he's injured because he's not playing back-to-backs. So I don't know what the deal is. Right, yeah, he didn't play tough. Yeah, but we got we got a lot of things going on right now to fix. And I, I want to say to start with the coach, Scott Brooks, man. Definitely. You got to call up some better game plans. Definitely not giving Russ a pass. Do you want to anything on that? Nah, man, I feel like we bashing on too much, so I'm just going <laughs> Nah, I was just saying, anything like why, why the Wizards 3 and 11? 3 and 10, that's what we're getting to. Uh, that's that's you many, that's that. many reasons I could go by. Uh, you go with bad coaches. We all coaching for 7. You go with bad coaches. We had to get the playoffs at least. You go with bad coaching, not giving them the time to rest, to be ready for the fourth quarter. You know, finding that type of rotation to have them, you know, energized. Or, you know, you go with bad GMing, general manager, because the team looked damn right awful. We don't have the starting five. We could go. Uh, no free agents. Thank you. Got nothing in the offseason. Big man, what the fuck? We don't have Alex Lynn. Alex Lynn from Merlin. Respect. He came out of Merlin. I got, you know, respect, but. That ain't gonna cut it. Just signed him. Just got to the team. Our number one thing is defense. We can score with anybody, but we can't stop nobody from scoring. That's what I'm Alex before again, Alex and that down there, that's not gonna help. We gotta get it we man, they not serious enough, so Bradley Bill, I feel as though gonna be like, man, y'all ain't trying to take it serious, so we I'm out. This summer. Yeah. How much yeah. man? Much, much. We're gonna see what happened, man. Um we going to Next team that lost my squad, the Lakers. 76 has got us 107, 106. Who went first last time? Vallas on you. So you got the number one team in the East against the number one team in the West. You got the best team in the NBA on the road at 10 10 and 0 
with the Lakers against the best team at home with the 76ers with 9 on 1. Something's got to give, you know what I'm saying? Danny Green is coming back playing against this old team. Shout out Danny Green. Facts. And when the game started off, man, the 76ers got off to a hot start. You know, shooting 63% in the first quarter. They had a 16-point lead early of 34-18 with Joel Embiid leading the way. He had 28 points altogether in the game. But, you know, when it was up 16, I mean, I know the Lakers were going to come back, you know, which, which is what they did because they cut it down to four points going into halftime. All in all, both teams, you know, they shot pretty well from the field, close to 50%, but they shot poorly from free throw range. Combined two teams together, they missed 19 free throws in this game. And in the game that got decided by one point, those are some clutch buckets right there. So, I thought the game was good. I was going to say, AD shooting his career lowest. For real, in free throws? Yeah, man, but AD, I'm pretty sure he might get that come come playoff time. But I thought the game was over, man. When the Lakers was up, uh, was down 12, 93-105 with three minutes left in the fourth, you know, and then Alex Caruso started off a 13-0 run, you know, for them. And also good defense on the Lakers as well. Best shot three straight threes in the row to put them up by one, you know. And for me, I felt like that was a good predicament for them to see. Because as good as the Lakers have been playing this season, everybody can say the best team in the league. I feel like full as though just always room for improvement. So for them to be down by that point, you know, down 12, they're able to fight back, you know, kind of almost win the game, um, which was a good thing for them. But Tobias Harris, man, 24 points in the game winner. Shout out to him, man. Uh, I don't see too much in this game. It's still early in the season for the uh, reigning champions, you know, so it's you know not. Not a big deal to lose by a point against a good team like the 76ers. Thanks. But what is a big deal, and I pointed them out last time, I'm going to get them again. Uh-oh. Yes, sir. Where you at? <laughs> Pope. Caldwell Pope. 27 minutes. Three points, three rebounds, two assists. Wesley Matthews. <laughs> 20 minutes, three points. That's it. That's all I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, why did it sound like the speech yeah, after the game? <laughs> oh, it sounded about the little face of LeBron. Yeah, it was talking about after the game. What you doing, yo? Kyle Kuzma, 16 minutes, three points. You supposed to be the score, man. You supposed to be the young flashy nigga dunking and scoring. Hell no, no, they don't know. They don't let him do that that no more. You know that's not his role. That was LeBron and AD on the floor. Oh, so Dennis took that, huh? Well, are you just making my point? Dennis and Trez and anybody else? Well, Trez, oh, wait. Let's get the Trez. 15 minutes, zero points. These role players, man, y'all got to find y'all groove into this system with Dennis coming in. Because it seems like right now y'all ain't, y'all ain't looking y'all off and on. You know, so. so are you saying anything? For, I'm like, saying is, is, for is, is them. they looking like the best team? Or? I'm saying for them. Feel free. This is still early in the season, so it's not a big deal. But y'all got to pick up when playoffs come because that's not going to fly. 
Okay, but you you know me because we didn't even really make the, the the championship picks yet. So you got a chance now. Are the Lakers your favorite? Out of the West? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the liberal play out the way. Like that. Huh? I mean, son, you got it's still LeBron it's and it's still and you still got Dennis, but your role play is gonna have to do more than three points. You know, you got three, three <laughs> plays play more than 15 minutes and only got three points. That's not good. And that's your role play. You got to at least give me something, dog. Yeah, no, you could have realized bust this team ass for real, but y'all bullshit. Could have. Could have. Definitely. Brown, Brown was going off. Brown been going off this year. Shout out to Brown. He, I don't know. What kind of magic spell he got, but it's gonna be scary for the league. But until this man decided to sit down, it's gonna be scary. Uh, it's gonna be scary with Joel and B too, cause I told you he got the league set up preseason. I think Dwight Howard good for him too, cause Dwight been a, you know what I'm saying, all star. He been a off the bench. He got a ring. He been in any situation. He get him good minutes so that M B could get good rest. Now. You said it. I thought this game was over like three times. Tobias Harris won it. I want to get to the Lakers squad, like comparing this team to last year. I feel like it's almost like an hourglass. It's like we just took a little bit out the defense and we put that in the offense. But you got Schroeder, Gasol, Trez, all in breath. It's going to be a lot of games that we just smoke teams and just blow them right out the water. And then it's going to be games where we smoking teams and they come back. No game is going to be over for the Lakers all season. It's always going to be a marathon. But don't sleep because it will be a 130 on you if you come up for bed. So congratulations to the 76ers. But I want to see them do that in playoff time. You know what I'm saying? Because the Lakers already did that in playoff time. We're getting on to the picks. Lakers are champions. I'm, I'm a champion, then what, what is it, NFL just ended? Yeah, NFL and NBA back-to-back back in the pick, so I take that. But in this NBA season, I'm third in this motherfucker. Coach D, number one, 14 and 10. Val, number two, at 11 and 13. And I am at seven at 15 and number three. Warriors at Suns have started off. Val, what you got? Steph Curry playing like an animal lately, averaging 28 points per game. This is Kelly Oubre's first game versus the Suns. We played for two seasons. The Suns are on a three-game losing streak right now, so this ain't a good matchup for them. So I like the Warriors. Yeah, I'm about to go with the Suns on this. I think it's a great matchup for them. You got DeAndre Ayton going against Wiseman, the young buck, and uh, what the last year number one pick, I believe. Start us off on Mavs at Jazz. I got the Jazz on this one, man. 
Shaquille O'Neal been talking a lot of smack about my man, Rudy Gobert. I ain't going to say my yeah, man, but he's been talking a lot of smack. Mitchell, yeah, I just said the Mitchell. That's what I thought what he said about yeah, Mitchell, bro. That ain't right, Shaq, yeah. bro. That ain't right. What you mean? That ain't right, That was man. cool, man. That was cool. If somebody said Shaq was just trying to motivate him to play better. Yeah. But Shaq always on this, like, oh, I'm a great player. I could tell him. But, bro, come on now, bro. He was looking down the whole time he was, he was talking to him. You know he was a poor shit, Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was telling some real shit, nigga. Up your game up to the next that's level. not no, that's not what he said. He said, I don't think you got it in you to succeed. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, Yeah, you oh, not you not that he was like, Yeah, you not that guy. I don't think you that guy. You ain't to seen Don, that one? Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. After the game on MATNT, Donovan Mitchell was like, I that's it. Yeah, I bro. I heard something. Nah, you gotta see that one. I wouldn't even lie on Shaq like that. You know what I'm saying? That's my bad. But I'm like, bro, you can't. That's yeah. Cool. Oh, no, he went out and like, down. Yeah. I gotta see that one. I gotta see that one. But, uh, damn. But, uh, well, shit, he just got the jazz all fucked up. <laughs> he got uh, Donald <laughs> pissed off. He got Gobert pissed off. So, he got pissed off crew coming to the Mavericks. I got the, I got the jazz. Hey man, Jazz on a ten game win streak right now. They now number one team in the West, but the Lakers lost last night. Um, so this is the second game of the two game series between both teams. The first game, Donovan Mitchell was out with his concussion, so he didn't play that game. They still beat him. Um, Clarkson put up thirty one, Woody with twenty nine. So they got good chemistry right now. So I think they're gonna pull out again. Sweet two game sweep. Sweet for me too. Yeah. Sweet for the Jazz, bro. I got them. Yeah, I I was just gonna say they've been hot lately. I appreciate you ten in a row. I got eleven in a row. Yeah. Uh, Dito, what you think on the Lakers at Celtics? Lakers, baby. The Celtics has been everywhere, man. Uh, Jason Tatum been out. I don't know if he's playing or not. You know, Kimber Walker. I don't know if he's playing. You just don't know right now with this COVID and a lot of. A lot of stuff going on right now, so the Lakers look more consistent. I'm gonna go with the Lakers. Got you covered, D. Kimbo is back. He's just not playing uh, back-to-backs right now. Um, they had a game last night against the Spurs. It was the first time all year they had this whole star on five on, this, on the court. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They lost that game, so it's gonna take them a while for them to kind of gel. So the whole star on five back, but I don't see them being against the Lakers, man. It's a dangerous game, but I can't do it. Lake Show, Lake Show. I got the Lakers. Uh, Val, what you got on the Blazers at the Bucks, though? Uh, the Blazers, man, they they in the fifth seed right now. It's a good spot to be in. They they hurt right now because they they lost CJ, they lost Nurkish, Rodney Hood, Collins, Covington, but they still got Melo. You know, they still got Cantor, Trent Jr.'s been going off, and these new kids just got hit to Anthony Smith. Oh, yeah. Put up twenty six points Simmons. last night. Yeah. Anthony oh, Simmons, Simmons, yeah. my bad. Yeah, Anthony yeah, yeah, Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Still, I don't think it's going to be enough to beat the Bucks, but yeah, that's what I'm going with. Yeah, we always said all that to go with the Bucks. Can't nobody, ain't nobody stopping Giannis on the Bucks. I mean, on the Blazers. I don't see it. I was going to go with the Blazers, but damn, can you say that list one more time? Who else they ain't got? So all they, I know about was CJ. Yeah, Nurkic out, uh-huh. Rodney Hood out, Zach Collins, and Robert Covington. I'm sorry, Bucks. Damn, I take the Bucks. Um, Clippers at the Nets. Who you got, me? I got the Nets, baby. This is the game of the uh, NBA picks right here that I believe. This is the game of 
Yeah, I got the Nets, me and the Clippers. I hope all both star- starters play and uh, look out for a good one. Yeah, man. I got the Nets, too, because they're on a three-game winning streak right now, starting to gel. And also because the Clippers probably going to be out without PG. They're probably going to be out without Kawhi because they're both missing time because of the COVID joint. And then Pat Beth, he hurt, so... They might have Hold up, they ain't got PG or Kawhi? Yeah, they, they didn't play in two games. They out oh. for tonight games too because of the because of the um okay, okay, the COVID okay. joint. So they play on Tuesday, right? Yeah, so they got a few games before that come back, you know, probably make it back, but we'll see. Yeah, man, that's if that if that's the yeah, case, if they don't play, I'm yeah, straight. that's why I'm picking that. So they don't play. Yeah, now I'm 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 gonna say I'm gonna go Clippers. I think the Clippers, they're gonna find a way to get this. I feel like I feel like that's a that's a prime time game for both of them to come back right on time. Like, oh yeah, I'm here. We we just we was really low managing, but I feel like the Clippers gonna get that one. But we need the the fans to get these battles right for the second Thursday in a row. We got the round of the night, so we gonna cut it short for y'all. We gonna keep it real simple for y'all. We got one battle rap round from one battle rapper to watch. Battle start us off. I think it's Summer Madness, Kayshawn versus Chess, round two. Round two from who? Kayshawn. Kayshawn, round two? Yeah, Kayshawn. I'm going to go, have to go quarantine. Tate Rock versus Big T. It was just run one round, but Big T one round was legendary to me, man. It shows me what Big T used to be, you know. Which I can hope see again one day. So go check that joint out, man. Big T did his thing. Okay, shout out to Big T. I want to shout out the Arsenal. His second round versus Geechee Gotti in that uh, volume four. Anybody go? Anybody who tired of hearing these battle rappers talking about, you know what I'm saying? Glorifying street life, guns, drugs, all that money and all that. Watch that. That's for you. Arsenal talked to this man like it was his nephew. So listen to that. And listen to us all the time. Rob Lowe. Peace.